0: On this episode of the Rock Down South podcast, I sit down with guitarist and entertainer, Daniel Decay. This guy is full of energy and we have a great time chatting about heavy metal. We hope you all enjoy. Let's go. Welcome to the Rock Down South podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. I'm Mark, and my friends and I created this podcast to focus exclusively on music interviews we do. We hope you all enjoy this interview Gil and I did with Daniel Decay. He currently plays guitar for heavy metal band Exciter and works in rock entertainment for Banger TV. We also talk about his newly discovered success on Twitch as one of the top rock musician channels to watch. I have personally watched his channel loads of times, and all I can say is... If you guys enjoy watching super talented heavy metal guitar shredding to your favorite tunes Then go check out daniel's channel. You won't regret it. So without further ado. Here's the interview Daniel decay. Welcome
1: to the rock down south podcast. How have you been man? I'm stoked to be here. How i've been i'm great Just had our first big snowstorm up here in toronto canada and uh you know, that kind of means I don't go outside even for groceries for the next four days. That's kind of how that works. <laughs>
2: I bet. I bet. So then you have uh, played in several bands, including Aggressor, Midnight Malice, Shotgun Cure, Diamonds, and of course, Exciter. But you've also branched out into things like Banger TV. Uh, how is or was that gig? Are you still doing that?
1: Um yeah uh of course um uh the banger thing is awesome because uh I like I always I always kind of viewed music as like a performative art and for me getting in front of a camera and You know presenting uh metal news or metal knowledge or metal interviews in a performative way is just something that like uh it tickles the same fancy for me as playing live on stage does so uh i felt that i always kind of wanted to get involved with something like that in front of a camera presenting hosting and uh to get the opportunity to work for banger i mean they're the there is no better in the business it's it's sam dunn and, and and co you know it's uh if you want to talk heavy metal journalism, that's that's where you go. So I'm honored that uh, that I make the cut to be on their team. And uh, it's something I love to do is just, just as much as play music. It's my two favorite things.
0: Well, let's talk new music. Do you have any albums in the works, either with Exciter or Solo or with any other bands?
1: Um, yes. Yeah, so we've been talking about an Exciter record uh, for going on, you know, ever now. Um, we just keep kind of getting, uh, dealt a really poor hand. I feel, um, we had a bunch of time planned to go to the studio, then got, you know, then a touring offer you can't refuse comes up. So then, you know, you don't, you don't go and end up writing, you go and play more shows. And then, uh, we, you know, we, we finished all our shows at the end of 2019 and it was like late into 2019. We did shows in December all over Europe. And then in January, we went back to Europe for a quick one-off, like uh, right end of January. And then uh, we looked at each other and we're like, all right, like come March, we're meeting up in March, we're writing the new record. And then, you know, that obviously didn't happen uh, in 2020. So uh, we just kind of been sitting in limbo. I mean, there are songs, there is plans for an Exciter record, but it's just, uh, it's the doing is, we, it's it's really difficult. Dan and Al live, uh, you know, in different uh, provinces than I do. Al lives in Quebec, And that border is like you're not even supposed to be crossing. So it's very difficult to get even to get to him or to meet up anywhere in neutral territory. So I feel like we've been dealt a bit of a a poor hand in terms of the writing thing. But, uh, you know, trying to get trying to get an album out as well to make it worthwhile to 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 put it out. If we're only if we're going to be able to tour it right after what's the use in putting out a record that you can't play and you can't sell hand to hand. We kind of we rely on that for our survival. So. Even if the record was done right now, I mean, it's not going to go out until we're guaranteed we can start uh, uh, touring on a worldwide scale again.
2: It's been a tough year for live music, but you were able to find a way to still play for thousands through a new disruptive platform called Twitch. Twitch started out as a forum for gamers to stream and connect with other gamers. But now a lot of musicians like yourself have joined the community are able to perform, actually interact with their fans and maybe even make a little income on the side. While we all wait for the live shows to return, tell us a little bit about your success with Twitch.
1: Wow, uh, where do I begin? <laughs> it's it's crazy. The last, uh, it's officially 10 months on Twitch. Um, it's been quite the ride. I literally don't even know where to begin for this answer. <sighs> it's just unbelievable. You kind of put it well. In a time where musicians are in the hardest, it's the hardest we, it's ever been to be a musician on, on the level of connecting with audiences, yet I've somehow managed uh, to connect with, as you said, thousands. Um, it's incredible. And everything I thought about Twitch when I signed up 10 months ago was incorrect. And any preconceived notions were wrong. And there's nothing that could have prepared me for uh, the size of the community, the loyalty of the community, that sense of community whatsoever that's that wasn't even sold to me as as a as a as a thing about twitch and for me that's the biggest thing it's a huge music community and it's kind of like nothing i've ever experienced um it gives me a chance to play and kind of use a digital platform as if it were a physical stage uh it's really interesting man it's been it's been a wild ride i'm getting like i'm getting butterflies just thinking about it right now honestly it's been really really crazy to reflect on the last 10 months
2: I love your Twitch. It's literally my favorite. I'm um, Concert Mojo, as you may know on there. And uh, you know, I'm only, always doling out the biddies and sometimes gifting subs. And I I just really appreciate what you're doing. And uh, it keeps, keeps me sane while I'm waiting for concerts as well. So thank you.
1: And you know, Concert Mojo, that's the thing. It's like, it's not just playing for an audience. It's like an engaging, captivating community. Like I now know thousands of people around the world by their screen names and you know i know what what tunes people like and you know i associate different different songs with different people and you know the fact that we even have something to talk about called biddies and subs is like absolutely outlandish as well right it's like it's 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 its whole it's its own lingo it's its own world it's got its own societal norms almost on twitch it's really crazy it's like its own ecosystem It's it's dude That's what I tell people when they first ask about Twitch. It's like, well, like, what should I expect? I don't know. Expect nothing. Like, expect nothing because there's no preparing you for what it truly is. You just have to experience it.
0: That's pretty funny. I mean, you very easily just said concert mojo as like it was a regular name to call somebody, you know, and normal (laughs) people are sitting here like, what are you doing? His name is Gil. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's unbelievable that way and and i mean concert mojo is a pretty like uh, that's a pretty cool and reasonable name like e- easy to spell it's two recognizable words like some people really go ham on the not making sense with their username and it's a tongue twister sometimes man well that's funny that's funny
0: so daniel tell me about the dynamic of the band exciter it's a little bit untraditional of a lineup from what we usually see of a traditional five piece band with a singer out front. Tell us about that dynamic and also tell us about being probably the youngest guy on the band and how you are a young guy
1: in a little bit older heavy metal world. It's crazy. First off, Alan Johnson's the only person in the band who's not named Dan. Um, secondly, we are a three piece band with a singing drummer. And third, yeah, the drummer is the singer. Yeah, we are we are very unique. And I'm and I'm like 30, 32 years younger than my, you know, closest aged bandmate. Um it's really interesting, man. People who've never seen the band live are like, even if they've listened to the music and just didn't know it was a singing drummer, like they're very confused the first time they see the band live or see a live video. They're like, Well, who's singing? Like, do you know, like when I play exciter videos on, on the stream for people who've never heard of the band they're the first thing they ask is like, who's singing or, oh my God, is the drummer singing? It's a very unique thing. Of course, you know, triumph is another one of the Canadian power trios with a singing drummer. Um, super, super cool. Um, so I think that's really unique about the band. Obviously I'm a young guy playing in a band that I grew up listening to, which is super cool. I like to, I like to think of myself as living, living my dream, just like a guy like Richie Faulkner. Um, just absolutely living the dream. Um, a really unique. And the thing too, is like, it's a three piece as well, not just the singing drummer, it's a three piece. So. Uh, you know, only one guitar, one bass and one drum, like one one vocal, such a uh, it's a, such a stripped down rock and roll bare bones band that you really kind of have to bring your own and have your chops and have your tone and have your presence really set because there's a lot of space to fill. There's a lot of space to fill both both physically and, 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 and in, in the auditory sense. So. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's different than anything I've ever, it's different than any band I've ever played into my life. And it is 100%, without a doubt, made me a better player.
2: Dan didn't always play drums, did he, right? He, in the early days of Exciter, he, he was just out front.
1: So he was originally, originally, and always been the singing drummer. And then they did, and then they did one album where they got a singer and Dan just played drums, but no one liked it the people who did like it are just super fans like me. And I, I get that. I respect you. We all know, you know, Rob Malnati is cool, but everyone, everyone wants to hear Dan singing.
2: What was your favorite show that you played either as a musician or a fan, I guess, what was your favorite show?
1: Most memorable shows I've played. Like, I mean, there's some big standout ones. My first time ever playing, like my first exciter gig was playing a co-headline bill with razor and power trip in uh, Houston. That was pretty cool. First gig for Exciter. Very memorable. And then uh, one of my highlights in Diamonds was we got to play on the Kiss Cruise, like essentially opening for Kiss. It was unbelievable.
2: That was your dream, I bet.
1: It's literally a dream gig. I was crying for four <laughs> days. I was just crying <laughs> for four days. Like every time that anyone saw me, I was in hysterics. There's literally photos of me like bawling all the time. And they're like, DK, why are you crying? I'm like, oh, it Kiss!
2: <laughs> Have you seen John Five's? Kiss collection in person, and if you haven't, what's the coolest Kiss memorabilia or vinyl that you have?
1: I haven't seen John Fives' collection in person. I follow the Instagram account, the Knights and Satan service. I follow it. Um, I follow him. I interviewed him with Banger once, and I brought um, a whole – tickle trunk of kiss merchandise with me. And so I basically did the interview, which is on YouTube. And then we filmed a second segment that has never been released, but, um, I brought him some of my favorite kiss items that I own and just kind of like, uh, my game was, I just blindly hand him something and he just starts talking about it. So I'd hand him and he'd be like, wow, like, no, this is this and telling me about it and et cetera. So I did a, I did a thing with him. He is everything though. He's like not easy to impress.
0: No, not
2: at all. He he's got some, actually, some very expensive. Oh, it's stuff. like
1: psychotic the way he's been able to chase down literally every single piece of merch from that era, and now he like the stuff he's chasing that he doesn't have. It just, it's it's inhuman. Like no one has it. Like no one in the world <laughs> has it. Why does he think he can find it? It's crazy. It's unreal. I think it's the I think it's the most extensive Kiss collection, aside from that of the the Kiss Vault itself. So when live music does return, are
0: you guys planning another tour with Exciter? Who might you guys try to tour with?
1: Um, so right now, kind of what's going on uh, in the concert world is that everything that was booked for 2020 got pushed to 2021. And now that we're in 2021, everything's got to get pushed again. So I, I'm finding that I know, in in my case and in most bands' cases, uh, the tours that we had planned for 2020 are kind of like what our... Ref- like what our calendars for this year and next year are going to reflect like gets a lot of stuff getting pushed over um, so we had we were on a bunch of larger outdoor European festivals like all the open air stuff Hellfest and grass pop type festivals that stuff is supposed to get pushed over to this year I don't know if that's going to happen but we have um, aside from like the European festival stuff we have plans for a very very cool triple bill in Europe and also in uh, North America uh, with the same package, same same three bands, um, I can't tell you who it is, but it's really good. So you know who am I playing to tour with? It's going to be a three pack of really good bands, and Europe's going to get it, and the U.S. and and some select cities in Canada will get it too. But uh, I can't tell you who it is. <laughs> no problem there.
0: Now, are these bands European, American, or Canadian, or mixed? <laughs> He's still trying to get it out of you. <laughs>
1: uh, I can I can say I can say that. On uh, the three bands on the bill, two are American and one is Canadian. Nice North American band tour. Here we go. Yeah. North American tour with bands, bands that historically do very well in Europe and bands that historically do very well in North America. It's going to be a huge tour. It's going to be like, in my opinion, it'll be the biggest underground 25 date metal tour to go through like the US in that summer. It should, it should be very hype. And hopefully
2: Atlanta's on that tour.
1: My lips are sealed. Oh,
2: man. Come on.
0: So when it comes to possibly going back on the road and everything, what do you think about Twitch? Is that something that you might continue with or you might have to just put on the back
1: burner for a little while? Um, I mean, it's, it's interesting you ask because for me, that's the biggest question I ask myself right now is, um, you know, as things start to look more towards, you know, getting back to work and people are talking about, you know, how things are going to be different. In the music world as a whole, you know, with this, with this new normal that we will live in first, certainly a little bit, I'm thinking about how I'm going to incorporate, you know, my Twitch into that because I'm not really willing to put it on the back burner, aside from the obvious, um, you know, transparency on the financials of it, like it is my full-time job currently. To put that on hold to me would be financially catastrophic, but also I freaking love it. Like it's, I absolutely would not, would not trade what I have on Twitch for anything. And uh, I've got to find a way to integrate that into the tour life. Like tour life really is a lot of uh, hurry up and wait, huge hurry up and wait game. Guys, you're late, S- hurry up. Where is it? Is everyone here? Okay, guys, you're late. You're late. You're late. And then you get there and they're like, oh, you guys are early. It's like, that's every day. That is life every single day on the road. No one's actually ready for you on time. So there is time to do the Twitch. It's going to be, I think the hard part will be harnessing the technology and like, you know, you're in Essen, Germany. What Wi-Fi are you using that's strong enough to broadcast your stream to the entire world? Like, you know, there's the the small logistics of it. The tech stuff is what I got to get over.
2: So what other Twitch artists do you, do you follow or recommend? Who else would you would you say is killing it too on Twitch?
1: Um, well, obviously, shout out to all the musicians who are on Twitch who are uh, not able to play shows this year. There's a lot of people who adopted the platform just for that reason, much like I do. And I mean, there's tons of musicians on there that have been killing it for years the music scene in general on Twitch is really, really good. Instead of giving you like a huge laundry list of all the people you should follow. Cause I literally follow like 500 people on Twitch. Just go check out the music tab, check it out on a Friday night and just like, you know, sit back, Have a drink, you know, kick off your socks and relax and just see who's online. It's unreal. The wealth of musical talent and all sorts of different styles and different levels and different interpretations and different types of performances. It's unreal what you can find on there. Check it. Check out that music tab.
0: So you've toured all over the world as an artist, but as you know, we're all concert fans here. What is the furthest that you have traveled just as a fan to go see a concert the Kiss Cruise doesn't
1: count. Dude, that was crazy. Um How's about this? I went all the way to Sweden just to see this band called Deadlord play live. Awesome. How was that? Um it was like incredible. I basically cried and just like hung out with the band for 2 days straight. It was like so surreal and um I'm I'm like the biggest fanboy that band. Love them so much. Been listening to them for years. They've never toured North America and uh So, yeah, so I went and saw them play in Sweden. (laughs) That's awesome.
0: Have you ever went to a Vaken or some of these other European metal festivals before?
1: Um, As a spectator, I used to go to the North American festivals in the summer. We had a great one here that was a metal festival called uh, Heavy MTL. And uh, it basically was the equivalent of your. It was your biggest North American heavy metal open air, like it on the same par as any of those big headliners, like the the Slayer, Metallica, Megadeth, all all your stuff, plus forty other bands. Um, so I would do that in North America a lot. With Europe, um, I always won. Didn't have the money, but two, I was always just told myself, um, I don't need to go to a to Valken as a spectator. I'm gonna play yeah. you know, that I kind of that's that's the approach I took with those. And now, I mean. Come next year, I should be playing some of the biggest uh, outdoor festivals with Exciter for the first time ever, so I'm very excited. All, all European stuff, like super huge outdoor, like 80,000 people. Like, bring it on, baby. Let's go.
2: So uh, I'm a huge Rush fan. I saw them eight times. Uh, I know they toured with Kiss a lot. Never got to see that one. But what other Canadian bands are awesome that Rock Down South fans may not have been exposed to but need to hear that you would recommend uh, checking out?
1: Um, see, I'm, I'm always unsure of what made it across the border and what did it, you know, what makes it, what makes it that far down South and what doesn't. Um, so like, you know, I want to just talk about this for a minute. Canadian music is something very dear to my heart. Um, back to basics, like some of my favorite, you know, of rush level Canadian rock bands for me is like April wine and, you know, the guess who, These are some of my favorite Canadian, like, old-school rock and roll things. But, like, I don't know, man. For modern stuff, like, there's, like, an unbelievable uh, punk rock band from Canada called Propagandi. Like, literally world-class punk rock band. And they just happen to be from Western Canada. It's so cool. It's, like, so, so, so cool. Um yeah, the big the big one to check out right now, and props to them because they've been doing doing this as long as I remember. They've been in the scene. Uh, this band, Unleash the Archers, it's finally getting a huge, huge, huge push. Um, a lot, a lot of hype behind their last record. Um, so that's definitely they're their, uh, like more of a power metal approach, very traditional riff and and, and soaring vocal. Really, really, really talented singer. She's friggin' unbelievable. Unleash the archers. That's, that's a big one to check out in Canada right now. I say, keep an eye on them. This release had a, a ton of hype and I, I imagine their next release being even bigger. So are you not fans of fellow Canadians, Justin Bieber, and Nickelback? I never heard <laughs> of them actually. Should I check them out? There's also, I want to give shout out for, uh, if you're into something a little greasier, there's like a real, real good greasy death metal band called two mold. How do you spell that? T O M B M O L D. Got it. you mold. It's like, uh, yeah, like if you're into bolt thrower and entombed and stuff like that. Yes. That old, that old school.
2: What is the most underrated metal album everyone should listen to right now?
1: Oh, jeez. Um, stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing immediately, and listen to Skeleton Witch Beyond the Permafrost. That's by far that, that or Entombed Wolverine Blues or Clandestine. You know what? Everyone's given, everyone's given Left Hand Path all the credit. Like, let's go. Albums two and three, baby. That's, those are underrated. You know, you want to, everyone, Left Hand Path get called the greatest death metal album of all time. But what about two and three, baby? Those, those are absolute, absolute grand slams as well. Check them out. So your other band that you were in,
0: Diamonds, Opened for a band that is near and dear to my heart. I consider them one of the best bands in the business. They've been doing it forever and they just make incredible music.
1: Dying to know who this is. Dying to know who this is. And he's not even joking. You if hear you them. say steel Panther, I'm a, I'm a slap you through the screen. <laughs> and I'm talking about the one and only steel Panther that you played with in July of 2016. Tell us about that. Was that crazy? Since this podcast was dubbed as like Southern and rock. I was like, dude, I hope he brings up like Tora Torah or something, you know, something like that. No. And you bring, you bring up steel Panther. Okay. Let me tell you something about steel Panther. Uh, we did, we toured with them a couple times and, uh, Going into it I was like all right this is going to be so silly like I don't think I can handle this every night like this is this is going to be ridiculous I don't know man I don't know if I don't know if I'm about this and uh by night 3 I literally found myself like standing side stage for the whole set with Priya singing every word Really yeah like it's just so much fun That the shows are infectiously fun and like watching their sound check like they're just master master riff guys so like they're just like proficient musicians And they're clearly been playing in cover bands and all sorts of different musical projects their whole lives. Like they know every song, like their sound checks are just busting out, like from Pantera to Dawkin, like literally they know every single song. It's unbelievable. When they do the residency, when they do the residency at house of blues and stuff, that's what it's like. It's like just covers and famous people on stage doing covers with them. Like they know everything. They're the world's best cover band. Now, Daniel, would you ever be in a cover band for fun? Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. You kidding me? What do you want to start a kiss cover band with me or something? (laughs) Cover band is so cool. It's just like playing songs you already love. That's so awesome. All right. So
0: these next questions are what we close with and ask everyone. So first question, Daniel, what would you tell your 21 year old self?
1: Dude, don't worry. It's all going to be fine. Question
2: number two. Uh, What are you drinking these days? What are you drinking right now?
1: I am a advocate for the cheap and icy cold variety of beverages. Uh, I love me a classic PBR.
2: I knew that from your show. PBR, baby.
1: I love a crispy, cool PBR. It is absolutely my uh, beer of choice and uh People love that. I love PBR, man. I drink it religiously and I love I love to sip on a little bit of Irish whiskey with it. Nice. What kind of Irish whiskey? Jameson all the time. He, he has these little bottles of Jameson on the show.
2: They're almost like beer bottles.
0: That's funny. PBR, I mean, they were like the poor man's beer until about ten years ago, I think, and then all of a sudden they became the hipster beer over here in the South.
2: Yeah, everybody loves them. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah they're cool. It's all all the like, uh, it's really fun because all the dive bars that you go to uh, in America, um, everyone's got like dollar PBR on draft and all the rock and roll dive bars. It's great. It's a great beer to be a fan of if if you're on a budget.
0: Absolutely, I remember getting fifty cent PBRs at some bar over here in Atlanta one time. Ooh
1: is crazy you can't even get a gumball for 50 cents
0: (laughs) so as you know this is the rock down south podcast we all live in the south uh here in atlanta i know that you're a canadian guy but what is something that you love about
1: the south uh i have to pick one thing what do you mean one thing I like about the South? I don't know. Can, can I tell you about like a hundred things I like about the South? Go for it. Um, is absolutely some of the best cuisine in all of America. Absolutely some of the nicest, most hospitable people in all of America. Absolutely can drink the most. Absolutely have some of my favorite music scenes down South. Absolutely some of my favorite bands from down South. My favorite sounds, my favorite instrumentation, my favorite styles of music. Oh man, where do I even begin? The weather, the lifestyle, dude, I love the South. And and not just because of the bourbon.
2: That's right. Bourbon, baby. Kentucky, Tennessee, whiskey. Yeah. yeah.
0: That might be one of the best
1: answers we've
2: ever had on that question. Tell Seriously. You the dude, yeah. the
1: South rules.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's right. All right, final question. How can people find you on social or find your merch? Please share that so they can find you.
1: I try and make this as easy as possible on absolutely everything. I'm talking Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch, and even TikTok. You can find me Daniel underscore DK, D-E-K-A-Y. Um, I try to make it the same as everywhere, so it's real easy to find me. And from there, you can get links to merch, you can see the schedule when I'm streaming, links to my bands, links to the you know restaurants I like. I don't know, whatever. You find lots of cool stuff there. Come and hang. Uh, We've even got a Discord server. If you know what that means, then you know how to find it.
0: Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast today, Daniel. Anything else you have in the works that you want to tell us about?
1: I mean, I just want to say thanks for having me on. I think it's it's really cool that not only that you take interest in, in the stuff that I do in my professional career, but now and also that like we connected through Twitch that just again plays into what we talked about earlier about how Twitch, you don't even know what to expect and it just explodes. I'm here because of Twitch and, you know, at, at first and foremost, it's crazy to me. I'm still mind-blowing, um, humbled, very, very, very thankful that you had me on and I hope that you guys have an awesome, awesome evening.
0: Big thanks for listening to the show today. We certainly hope you enjoyed the episode. We had a blast talking with Daniel. He's such a fun and entertaining guy to chat with. Make sure to subscribe to Daniel's Twitch channel so you can get notified of when he goes live so you can check out his show. Also follow him on all social media pages. Check out all our latest content at rockdownsouth.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for all the latest updates. And as always, the views and opinions expressed by our guests on the podcast are theirs and don't necessarily reflect our own. We are your hosts, Mark and Gil, and you've been listening to the Rock Down South podcast. See y'all next time.